Blog Talk Radio. Edition of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Dita. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Made it through another week. Yeah. Happy to <laughs> stay. Happy to stay. Mm-hmm. How you doing tonight, kettle? Oh, uh, one day at a time. That's about all I can say right now. <laughs> It's been a long week. Oh, I'm glad we got through it. All right. Now you're well, going. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sound like you've been out climbing mountains or something. <laughs> kind of, sort of, almost. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Papa? Everything is cool. Just, uh, you know, Friday night came by pretty quick with all that action last week for this week. Oh. Man. Mm-hmm. Action, action, Why? action. Why aren't you glad it's over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really am. Can I say congratulations mm-hmm. to the new resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Thank right. you, thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, somebody turned the power off on that pressure cooker. That's all that was. Oh, that was gosh. It. We needed that. That was just uh, a pressure uh, cooker all day. Yeah. Even uh, Dr. Falcon, he's relieved. Yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. it. He said it's good yeah. to come out there and just talk and not be, you know, where somebody's trying to second guess you, look over your shoulder and breathing down your neck. Man, that had to be a horrible life to that man living. Yeah. I mean, let the specialists do what they do best, you know. Shit. Yeah, if you're going to pay people to give you advice, then it might make sense to listen. Uh, for sure. Yeah, you would think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you think you know more than they do, why are you paying them? That makes you the fool. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got that right. Yep. Oh, well. So, yeah, I just wanted to say congrats to uh, the winners. Too bad to the losers. Better luck next time. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. All right. You ready to get into it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do All it. Right. All right, let's rock and roll. A hot topic tonight, uh, the um, Biden's mass executive order. That sounds so good coming off my lips. (laughs) Biden and the executive order. Also, Biden revoked Trump's 1776 report 
that downplayed slavery. And uh, Senate confirms Lloyd Austin to be the first black defense secretary. Yay! Also, I hit it and quit it headlines. Texas doctor charged with stealing um, vial of COVID-19 vaccine. Also, B.P. Harris won't move into Naval Observatory right away. And anti-fascist protesters vandalized buildings in Portland and Seattle. This is acting a fool up there. Also, um, a cocktail of the week. Maybe they need one of these. The horse's neck. Um, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. We're going to lighten it up for sure. When is Paltrow's the JJ candle explodes in women's homes? Also, Oklahoma uh, lawmaker uh, proposes Bigfoot hunting season. And Key West wants to ban people from feeding roaming chickens, okay? I'm just saying with red wine, I got my pride back. 11 for the city, Papa Didi. I'm quite sure it's going to be real raw tonight. My Hollywood wrap-up, I got quite a bit tonight. The kiss it list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Some swad, darling. All right, let's get it popping. Time for the hot topic. All right, uh, let's see here. The first thing is here that uh, Trump is trying to do, I know it's, it's hard as hell, is uh, mass executive orders. Did you say Trump? I mean, yeah, excuse me. Oh, gosh. I will never make that mistake again. Woo. It's just so hard to get off of that whole damn uh in a crazy wagon like the house of mirrors in a damn carnival <laughs> anyway um <laughs> president joe biden is uh launching a uh he's launching a national uh covid19 strategy as his first order of business in the white house as the nation's death toll continues to rise and uh new variances of the uh virus stir new panics and all you know, Biden is hoping the newly installed mask requirements, mask retirement requirements, is uh, federal, on federal properties and for travel will help uh, contain the the raging coronavirus pandemic. Now, first of all, he can only you know he can only lock down with so much stuff, government facilities, you know, like he said, and also traveling. You know, you can. Because all this stuff is federal federal things that you do there as a federal offense to do something at the airport. So these are things that he has jurisdiction over. But, uh, you know, ignorance will, will prevail, I'm sure, in places. 
All right, one of the first executive orders he signed on Wednesday, including uh, mandatory mask wearing on all federal properties and by all federal employees and contractors, which applies to uh, on-duty or on-site federal employees, on-site federal contractors, and other individuals in uh, federal buildings and on federal land. And this is not a political statement. He said this is the truth about health in our families and our economically and our economic recovery in the country. If you want to get things right, we got to do the right thing. He says it's going to get worse before it gets better. And uh, he he said also that masks uh, be quickly became political after Trump refused to wear his mask on many occasions during public speaking, public travel, and everything else, especially down in. Uh, what was that South Dakota outside of the uh Oh the yeah, monument, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore where they all was just where your boy died, uh the pizza man. You know, his administration has been discouraging people from using masks. He says mostly up here in the Midwest and everything and out there in the flatlands, masks are just unheard of. Down in Florida, a lot of people aren't part honoring the masks. Nebraska, Mississippi, Alabama, Arizona. You know, it's just it's just a mess. You know, I mean, this is a whole, you know, mostly red states to say the most part. But um, it doesn't matter what state you're in. You know, I, I guess you can almost compare a mask to a damn condom. You know, that's your choice. You know, it's your choice. Mm. You can, you know, pay me now or pay me later. So okay. that's one of the things that he put out there, and uh, hopefully people will abide by that. Which I don't know. I think people are still mourning over. Uh, Trump's demise, so they, they're going to just be angrier. So what are you going to do? So is that like a way to protest still? I, I think it's the mean Two things, you know, when it, when it comes to a lot of white folks. It's always the opposite of what people think or what people, what normal people do, what regular normal logistic people do. They want to do the exact opposite. I mean, I was listening to Fox News, you know, with Sean Hannity and all these guys, and Man, after 15 minutes of that news, I was just like, man, I was bouncing off the walls by the way they talk with all their, they're just, they live the complete opposite. Yeah. And it's crazy where you'd be like, wow, what? Damn, it's almost like they're saying to turn your pants around and put them on backwards. Mm-hmm. Or turn your shirt around and put it on backwards. And, and say it with such authority that some ignorant person believes them. And, you know, also on the on that right side, ignorance is really blissed over there anyway. You know, a lot of them are just. Eighth grade education, trailer park, living asses. So they don't know the ass from a whole. You just hit on something. They say it with such authority. Like, Man, like what conviction. they're saying is a documented fact. And but see, all that is when somebody, just like a cult, for example, if you say something to people over and over again, and they don't take the time to process it in themselves or research it for research themselves. Research it. Well, you got to process it first because it's first being given to you. So you at least got to give it a, a grain of salt. Or something, but when somebody says something to you and you just, it's just in you. You know what I mean? Mm. You're like a spinning top, and they're they're pulling the string and throwing the top, and and you just react and do. When it gets like that, I mean, there's nothing modern about you. There's nothing up to date about you. There's nothing charismatic about you. Your ass is just straight crazy, you know. And you just people got you. They they got you. And Trump knew he had these people with the ignorance that they that they have. Trump knows ignorance when he sees it. And like I said, ignorance is completely bliss. And with, as far as Trump was concerned, there was no cover on it. I mean, no color on it. Excuse me. Trump would be down with anybody that would believe his ass with anything. He didn't care if the people went in that place was red, white, or blue. 
As long as they had a sign that said Trump and believed in all his fables, he was with it. But that's ready. We're going to, yeah. I'm not going to discuss Trump too much anymore. He's a, he's in Florida and his Bermuda shorts on the golf course. So. Oh gosh. Good Good Why do you paint that picture for me? I know. I, I can't picture that. <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't want that picture in my head. Yeah, well, I will just say, you know, not so much about him specifically, but people need to just stop being so gullible. Yeah, they you are. Know, very if somebody yeah. tells yeah. you something yeah. and it even sounds just a little bit off, don't just accept it because of who said it. If it doesn't seem quite right, mm-hmm. or even if it does, check it out. Go look it up somewhere. Don't go and look it up or ask the person who said it. They're just going to repeat what they just said. Go check other sources and verify and validate what's being told. But they here. just wasn't raised like that, so they don't even have that kind of intellect. So you really can't even get. Uh, uh. You can't good, good. You cannot get good lemonade out of rotten ass lemons. Anyway, yeah, I guess you're right. All right. Well, we're gonna to go to the line before we go to our next story. See what our callers have to say about uh, what's happening tonight. Caller, welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your comment. You're on the air. Yes, caller, we hear you. Go right ahead. Hello. Hey. Caller, caller. Hey. Yo. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. How are you doing tonight? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm drinking too much water. And um, this, the fumes from the smoke outside has got me a little confused. Oh, good okay. Evening. <laughs> good evening. Well, good evening. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> Let's talk about. Listen, I want to talk about our black royalty at the inauguration, the Obamas. Oh yes, I know that's right. Mm. They walked in and it was over for me. Okay. I enjoyed they that. Yeah, they did look nice. It was a lot of black royalty yeah. up in there. I I, I enjoyed it yeah, myself. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I like the way President Obama was working that room. Yes, he was. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he did a great job with that. Really did. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that he was uh, the way he was talking to people and socializing. He definitely he he could work a room. Yo, Oh, and yeah. I also think that he missed, uh, uh, you know, being out there to socialize with people. I mean, we all miss that, but, I mean, he got it in. You know, both of them did, Michelle and, and uh, Barack Obama. Well, yeah. well, let me ask this question. What did y'all think about uh, Amanda Gore? I loved her. Oh, she was off the chain, yes. With that yellow coat on and and uh, those earrings and that ring that Oprah uh, sent to her, that was fierce. <laughs> and then that yes. red, and then the red head thing. Yes. 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 That really said it all. Yes, it did. Yeah. She was on point. I, mm-hmm. did, I think she did an outstanding job. For sure. Yes, they she said did. Because run for president. She hmm. said she was going to run for president. <laughs> I would vote for her. Yeah, I would, I would too. Be. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get on her campaign when she decides to run, and we're all gonna go out here and campaign for her and tell everybody vote for President Amanda. 
She said she's going to mm-hmm. have a hashtag, Commander Amanda. Yeah, we got to get her. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. So it was, All right. It was, so a, you, it, was a, it was a great inauguration. It was. Yes, How did you like the program with the fireworks and everything else? Oh, I saw all of that. That was beautiful. I saw it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. He tried. He tried his best to stop what he could, but he couldn't. <laughs> so, I know that's right. So it's goodbye and hello. Out with the old, <laughs> in with the new. Hello. Well, in this case, out with the old, in with the new, in in with the old. But that's okay. I'll take that. That's okay. That's okay. Sometimes that's needed. Yeah, you need right. with, You need some guidance and somebody with some wisdom. I will take and it. This guy, and this I would guy, rather have that than that other that. one. And then yeah. he got a smart person behind him, and I mean, she's a young, she's a young. Absolutely. Kamalita Harris. Kamalita Harris is right with him every step of the way. Absolutely. And whatever he can't fulfill, you best to believe she will. Oh. And his wife, too. Don't discount Dr. Jill. Yeah, but I'm talking about the vice president. Oh, yeah. She's going to be on top of her thing. She's doing her thing. Oh, yeah. Well, well the whole cabinet is going to be on top of their thing simply because they got a lot of things that they got to undo and straighten out. And, oh, they got they got their hands full. Yes, they do. That's all I say. May God be with them. Right. They're going to need him. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, all right, call. keep them in prayer. Thanks for calling in. Yes, okay. thanks for calling in. All right, all y'all right. have a good time. All right. You too. All right, Thank you too. You Thank you. All right. All right. Yeah, we got to definitely keep, uh, keep our folks in prayer because they definitely mm-hmm. got a lot on their plate. For sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let me let me move on to this story I wanted to share with you all. Uh, mm-hmm. Another story about what President I have to enjoy saying President Joe Biden. Uh, one of the things he's revoking that Trump did was uh, a recent report that was aimed to promote patriotic education in schools. But historians were saying, nah, we don't want that. We're rejecting it. And basically they said this thing was nothing but political propaganda. And this was this uh, 1776 commission that the Trump administration came up with. So President Biden on the first day in office said, okay, that's one of the things that's going to go on day one. He disbanded. Uh, the 1776 commission, and he withdrew the report that they released just on Monday. Now, Biden got in office, what day, Tuesday? Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? He got in office on Wednesday, and that's the day he pulled back that report that the Trump administration issued on Monday. So he said, all right, let's pull that back, because this is a bunch of propaganda bullcrap. So um, (laughs) this whole... 1776 commission basically what it was what the report was was uh another variation or let me put it this way it was a whole lie about history going back into the time that covered slavery and it basically 
made it like a a lighter way, a kinder way of looking at what happened during slavery. So basically they were just whitewashing history, literally whitewashing history with this report. And Biden said, no, that's not what happened, and no way are you going to put this crap in the school system and teach this garbage to kids. So there is also uh, something that the New York Times had done called the 1619 Project, and that's what started Trump on this 1776 commission. He was fighting against the 1619 Project that said, if you want to teach history, teach what actually happened. So now, bottom line, President Biden said, we're going to go with the truth. The 1776 bullcrap squashed that, disbanded the group that was working on it. The people working on it had the nerve to say, well, we're not historians. We were just putting something together that we were still drafting, and if we had been allowed to complete it, we would have added, you know, more details and whatnot. And the question is, well, why are you writing something historical if you're not a historian, number one? Then you're going to whitewash what actually happened, number two. You need to go have several seats. How are you going to try to make slavery look like it was something more lighthearted and, oh, it wasn't all that bad, and talk about the benefits of people being enslaved, please? Really? What is wrong with people? People don't want to admit what really happened and take it responsibility for their role or their ancestors' role in what really happened. So somebody came up with this bright idea and said, well, since the 1619 Project is putting the hard, cold truth out there, we got to come up with something to lighten it up. And that's what they did. And they even found that there were pieces in there that were plagiarized from other documents. So these people didn't even really write it all. They were cutting and pasting from other documents. So they 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 really needed to disband this mess. It's nothing but mess. And now, thanks to our new president, he has snatched them down, snatched that fake document down. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's a bunch of right-wing propaganda a bunch of bull is what it is. So, yeah, that's going to go in the trash, and hopefully no copies of it will survive. Well, they're going to be put on the kiss it list. So, yes. That committee. You gonna, yeah, you're going to tell me that somebody's trying to rewrite history, and then on top of that yeah. you're not a, a quote-unquote historian? Uh, uh-huh. Don't sit the freak down. Just, just go sit the freak yeah. down. Because, a group of white folks. A group of white folks that are not historians got together and said, well, we're going to kind of rewrite this stuff to make it not look so bad. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yep. You know, if I could say something on this subject a little bit here. Help yourself. First first of all, we we have to understand as, as, as people of color, I won't even say black people, but as people of color, you know, the secrets and the undercover lives and things have always been hidden in the white families. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's been so many. Th- I mean, you can go back as close as Johnson & Johnson, which one of their main headquarters is in New Brunswick, New Jersey. If you catch a train to New York, 
you know, coming uh, north from Philadelphia or Trenton, about maybe 20 minutes out of Trenton, New Jersey, going north, you look to your left and you'll see a big old, what they call the Passaic River. And and right there on the edge of it is this huge building, which is Johnson & Johnson. And Johnson & Johnson was big during that whole situation from the start of slavery with, with cotton and things of this nature, because so many things are made from cotton, not just shirts and damn cotton balls, believe me. Mm-hmm. Cotton goes into making of almost damn near everything we touch. Anything to have a soft overtone or a soft touch or what have you, cotton has some type of ingredients in it. And that was one of the main things that, that was thrived on. In the back of most of your, damn near all of your plantations was big-ass cotton fields. And these things had the sharpest prickery, pr- you think it's thorns on a damn rose bush. Shit, man, black people had to put things on their hands. It was like little, little, like little baby mittens on every finger mm-hmm. to pick cotton. That's how vicious it was. Which is such a, and it, which is a level of protection because anything that has a level of beauty, it seems like it has a level of protection. The rose bush with beautiful roses has thorns around it. Cotton, which is one of the most Comforting things that actually grow has a level of protection around it. It's kind of very interesting. I mean, I'm speculating and shit. You can believe what you want to believe. But, uh, you know, just making the long story short of what I'm saying, the history that's been told in their family, they just seem to can't let it out. They can't let it get out. Mm-hmm. How vicious it was. You're going to enslave people, but then you're going to have sex with the very slaves that you're telling them what to do, snatching from their husbands, making black and white babies. That shit was crazy. It was just crazy. And the same thing now with with jungle fever. It ain't stopped. It ain't stopped. I mean, the the white man's biggest weakness is a big booty black woman. This shit ain't stopped. Not at all. But we'll elaborate on that. I won't get deep on that. Anyway, uh, what we got next here? (laughs) All right. Anyway. Um, Yeah, you're going to save that for uh, what's popping. I'm quite sure. Yeah, no, I'm just just speaking. I was speaking while I was on my mind, but go ahead. We can we continue. Oh, I'm saying. I'm saying that. Uh, we got the Senate confirms Lori Austin to be the first black. Here we go again. They they got to be the first black defense secretary. That's all right. Somebody got to be first. Yeah, I guess you're right, but it's, it's been a long time coming, as they say. Um, lawmakers in the House and Senate approved Lloyd Austin. Um, given the Pentagon its first black secretary and then weeks of debate over President Joe Biden's choice of uh, a former Army general for a job nearly always held by civilians. Um, after each chamber on Thursday approved a waiver that allowed Austin to take the job just a few years after leaving active military service. The Senate confirmed him on Friday, 93-2. to two. I wonder whoever those two jackasses were, put them on the kisser list. Um, yeah. It goes on to say he takes over the Defense Department, America's largest employer, at a deeply complicated time in this military. Yep. Um, with the clear and growing risk of political fights pulling in unformed personal congressional lawmakers, they are anxious to affirm that the limits of the military's reach in American democracy. All right. Austin has told lawmakers that he's committed to ending extremism within the Defense Department. All right. We can never take our hands off the wheel on this, he says. Um, This has no place in the military of the United States of America. 
short and sweet. I like that. Okay. Get to the point. Eli, he don't take no sugar. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He looks mm-hmm. like somebody that is not to be played with. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you guys keep your eyes on him. Shout out to Lord Brother Austin. Lloyd Austin. I know that's Do your right. thing, uh, brother. Do your thing. Yep, and those two that voted no, I'm going to kiss it, Liz. So Yep, I got, got it. We got, okay, thank you. All right. I got it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that wraps up the hot topics. Uh, let's see, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back on the other side with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello. You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the pajama party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your hosts, uh, Papa D. I'm here with uh, Kettle. You forgot? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. No more Sometime for me. Sometimes that brown liquor goes got... down the wrong pipe. Uh-uh. Is that and... what it is? Yeah, and, and red wine. She's a... Uh... Thank you, darling. Bonsoir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. It's time to hit them and quit them. What you going to hit, hit and quit, Kel? Yeah, that's uh, the plan. Uh, yes, the plan. Um, okay. In turn, I do not have that article, so I'm gonna put it back over to you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll go first seat. then. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. I've got uh, Vice President Harris. Oh, that sounds good. Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the official residence. Uh, you know, it's uh. That Naval Observatory is the official residence of the vice president, but uh, it's been delayed. They're moving into it. It's been delayed because it, it's in need of a lot of repairs. So the historic home at one observatory circle will have a small household maintenance project that needs to be completed, like the replacing of the chimney liners and some other refurbishments yeah. now that Vice President, ex-Vice President Mike Pence and his family have moved out. I don't know what they were doing with the chimney thing, but anyway, the chimney liners have to be have to be replaced and some other refurbishments. That's important. Yeah, have to be replaced. So anyway, uh, now this house was actually, or this building, was constructed in 1893 as the residence of the superintendent of the United States Naval Observation. And according to the White House, vice presidents often lived in their own homes, but as the cost of making private homes secure, 
started going up and up and up. Congress refurbished this house, the Naval Observatory, in 1974, and that became the vice president's residence. It's a huge building. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. This building mm-hmm. is 9,000 square feet. Yeah, you can see it on all four sides. Ooh. Yeah. Down the whole street. Almost. Massive. The Naval Observatory mm-hmm. is 9,000 square feet and features six bedrooms, a reception hall, and several lounges. It also has an underground tunnel that leads mm-hmm. to a nearby Navy-operated telescope. Now, the actual oh, observatory okay. is still functioning, and scientists, scientists use it to observe the stars and measure time and publish anatomical or astronomical data. But they do not do any public tours, so don't think you're going to go down there and check it out. (laughs) So Vice President Harris and second gentleman Doug Imhoff have a home in D.C., but uh, her office has not confirmed that they will be living uh, at at their current home while... uh, the repairs are being made at the Naval Observatory. Well, that's good. They don't need to know. I'm sure the White House got a couple of rooms that they can hang out in. Oh, I'm sure they could. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The last last time that the house underwent a major renovation included $1.6 million in repairs and upgrades. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting that... uh, Pence and former second lady Karen Pence made a few additions to the home, uh, adding a beehive. Because apparently, uh, first uh, second lady rather Karen Pence enjoyed harvesting honey. It was one of I her bet. passions. So there's a beehive really? out there, yeah, where they go get the fresh honey. God bless her. She's a country girl, honey. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot, but I'm gonna leave that alone. And she had her hair did that. Uh, <laughs> you see her hair at that inauguration? Boy, she mm-hmm. came down that. Boy, somebody didn't straighten out those. Uh, yeah, she didn't look as frizzy as she mm-hmm. usually does. Took away the kitchen in the back and <laughs> straightened out those. Uh, no, you didn't, Papa. The kitchen in the anyway. back. Anyway. Uh-uh. Well, yeah, her hair was red. Let me quit them. They gonna hit them and well, well, mm-hmm. well, maybe they maybe they doing something with the chimney, the bees in the chimney. Maybe that's what's up. The bees are stuck in the chimney. I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, something going uh-huh. on over there. Okay. Well, I, I, I guess, watch it. All right. Well, I, I guess next to include it. Okay. Intern found my article. All right. Texas doctor charged with stealing a, a vial of COVID vaccine. A public health mm-hmm. doctor. Come on now. In Texas has been charged with stealing a vial of COVID-19 vaccine. District Attorney Kim Ault said in a statement Thursday that Dr. Hassan Goku is accused of theft by a public servant, a misdemeanor that carries a penalty up to one year. That's all? And $4,000 fine. Um, he's accused of taking a vial with nine doses on December 29th. Damn, right after Christmas. Was it Christmas present? He was working um, at a vaccination site in Humble, north of um, Houston. Um, authorities contend the doctor disregarded county protocols to place uh, to ensure vaccine is not wasted, but administered to vulnerable populations and frontline workers. He abused his position to place his friends and family in line 
in front of people who had gone through the lawful process of being there. Um, what he did was illegal, and he'll be held accountable under the law. Good. All right, now. So let's see what's going to happen. Is he going to do any jail time? They're probably going to fine him for sure $4,000, but is he going to do any jail time? That'll get him to think about, you know, what he did. How about that? Oh, well, I'm going to put him on the kiss it list. That was just crazy. Uh, I mean, that's just, that's just straight greed, you know? Yeah. Straight greed. I mean, you, you're not content enough with ripping off Medicaid. You got to take it a step further. I mean, you know, because them jokers, especially them Middle Eastern motherfuckers, they rip off Medicaid all day. And, you know, that's not enough. You got to steal some vows of the. I mean, anyway. He's going to get him some. I tell you what. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right. Hit him and quit him. What you got, Papa Didi? I got, uh, let's see, uh, these uh, anti fascist uh, protesters vandalized the buildings in Portland and Seattle. Now, this happened the night of the inauguration, okay? And which was so interesting, I happened to peep this myself. Every now and then I turn to Fox, you know, and, and see what the, you know, what them jerk offs are talking about because you need to see what's happening all over the world. So I turned there about maybe 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm. And they got, they're, they're praising the fact that Democratic uh, different headquarters were being vandalized. And nobody was there because most of the Democrats was in D.C., you know, celebrating all the victories and the presidency and all that. So nobody was there, and the streets was kind of deserted. But the different people, whatever, whoever they are, QAnons or whatever the hell they represent, were just vandalizing and busting buildings and doing all kind of stuff in, in Portland, Oregon. You know, anti-government and anti-fascist protesters in Portland and Seattle vandalized the Democratic Party office and also buildings and uh they scuffled with the police on Wednesday night, like around 2 o'clock in the morning, protesting against President Joe Biden's inauguration. They had signs that said, we want revenge, and the, the, the elections are still. They stole the election. They were dressed in black, and their, their faces were covered and everything. Oh, and, they uh, don't want to be seen. Huh? No, yeah, they, they were all, they, they were like, oh, because I told you before, a lot of these jerkers, when they get done, they're a little looking like crazy on TV. They they trash the clothes in a trash can. They run back to the suburbs. You know, mm-hmm. you maybe you complained about something, but that's not how you live. And half of them are living good because they've been on the right side of white and the right side of life their whole life. So they ain't, ain't nothing poor about their ass. Anyway, so anyway, getting back to this here, uh, they they was they was chanting, you know, we don't want Biden. We want revenge, and uh, we want revenge for. Uh, the police mur- the, the police murdering the young lady that uh, got killed in the Capitol building. Uh, the the lady, one that was violating. The one that was breaking them. through the window and about to go after the guard, and he shot her oh, in, in the Capitol building. They just, I mean, it's just, it's so interesting to turn that on at 3 o'clock in the morning, which would be now Thursday morning, of a day of seeing all this wonderful inauguration stuff. When I say wonderful, I mean in the sense of just, Flipping the script, you know, to see Trump fly away and Pence's wife to have her hair done and shit. It was just so much <laughs> wonderful shit that day that really impressed me. And then 3 o'clock in the morning, the turn to see Portland, which is midnight their time, which is right after they, about an hour after they did the fireworks and everything in D.C. Mm-hmm. These jokers are still carrying on. After they violated the Capitol building and they got arrests and everything going on, these jokers are still carrying on. But they're in disguises and all this. I mean, 
you've been hiding your whole life and blaming stuff on black people. So what? you ain't really hiding. You've been hiding your whole damn life. You almost blame some of stuff on black people. We started believing this shit that was said about us. You know, we start thinking we thieves. Something gets stolen. We almost expect it to be a black person because that's been put in our head. You know, so it's just it's just amazing how these jokers just cannot get enough. And if you listen to Fox News, when I say Fox News, I'm not talking about the local Fox News at 5 p.m. I'm talking about the Fox cable channel, you know, like the, the you know, real Fox, yeah. Hannity and uh, – all them jokers, you know, and that, that one black guy, what's his name? It, it talks like a fucking jerk off. I can't even remember. I, don't know. I can't remember his name right now, but he's a mess. Oh, God. You're talking about Uncle Time Negro, boy. This boy been whitewashed. But anyway. Did, did anybody get arrested? Uh, yeah, a few people. Uh, the police scuffled with him. They, a, lot, a lot of them ran after the situation. They were yeah, they were chanting that George, George Floyd's death was a fake and everything and all that. What? Oh, it was just amazing. It was just, it was amazing. Like I said, to look at that and hear that, it just lets you know that the struggle continues. I'm telling you right now, the damn struggle continues. It really well, I'm does. I'm putting all those crazy Don't protesters think. on the kissing list. Mm-hmm. Y'all crazy as hell. Don't think any changes of inaugurations is changing the mind of some of these people that are rich. Just straight. Whew, boy, they're, they're done. They are mentally done. And a lot of them are older people, so they're going to carry that shit to their grave. And that, these all are that probably the same people who keep saying that COVID-19 is not real. Well, you know. And all they, this stuff is fabricated. and then, oh. we, we can go on and on about that. We won't elaborate on that. Uh, okay. All right. That's hit it and quit it headlines for this week. All oh, right. boy. We need, we need a stiff cocktail after all that. <laughs> yeah, you're Ooh. right about that, Kevin. Can we can we get a cocktail of the week? Sure, sure. I'm gonna give you a cocktail of the week. Pay attention. Uh-huh. This one is called. This is probably what some of those fashion people had. Horse's neck cocktail. The mm. key to this horse's neck is the lemon peel, which swirls inside the glass, slowly infusing the cocktail as you drink it. <laughs> okay. This consists of uh, the ingredients you're going to need is the lemon peel, like I just told you, two ounces of bourbon, your favorite bourbon, um, three ounces, I mean, if you want to be a little heavy, you can go three, three ounces of ginger ale, and two to three dashes of bitters. Um, drink the spiral of a lemon peel over the rim of the Collins glass. Secure one end of the peel over the lip of the glass. Fill the glass with ice cubes, pour in the bourbon, and top with ginger ale. Add a few dashes of bitters, stir well, and uh, that's your cocktail right there. That's the horse's neck. All right. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I usually it's like something a little sweeter, but uh, I would try it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's simple. Mm-hmm. Simple and to the point. Yeah. I want to see if it's going to make you go, yeah. <laughs> I'm quite sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank so. you, Kettle. That's the cocktail of the week. Brought mm-hmm. to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. You can check mm-hmm. them out at dchomegrown.com. And, uh,. You can check out the website at apajamaparty.com sometime over the weekend, and you can get the recipe 
for the horse's neck. I was about to say tail. For the horse's neck. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back on the other side with what's popping with Papa Didi. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also at uh, com too. What's the number, Papa? 914-803-4306. Uh, I don't know how I got in the studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself, and me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch her stealing airtime. As you, you know, we're trying to do my own promo, and y'all just have to show up well, again. Can y'all tell what time? Oh, 9 o'clock, Eastern Time, 8 o'clock, Mountain Time, 7 o'clock, Central Time. No, that's wrong. And 6 o'clock, Western Time. <laughs> East, West Coast Time. Right, okay. right. Either way, check so if you're in California, call us at 6, 6 p.m., 7 o'clock. If you're hanging out in Colorado somewhere. 7 o'clock, that's Central Time. Yeah, we got it all. Seven, seven o'clock, you're in. Uh, okay, it's nine o'clock Eastern. Y'all do the math. Figure out where you are. Check your watch. Nine right. o'clock Eastern. Right, okay. Check us out. Nine o'clock Eastern standard time. Nine fifteen CP time, right? Yep, that's right. CP time, nine fifteen. There you go. All right. All right, bartender. Hey, bartender. Hey, is that Mr. Love? Hey, come on, Mr. Love. Mr. Bartender. I was trying to jiggle my eyes in my glasses. All right, welcome mm-hmm. back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Diddy. I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is time for Papa Diddy and What's Poppin'. So, uh, Papa Diddy, what's poppin'? Boy, I tell you. You know, I had a thought earlier this week about people and how they are and what they do and who they think they are. And, you know, the person I want to talk about, I'm not going to say their name out because she might blackball my ass, too, like she just blackballed people that she may not like or whatever. All right? Uh-oh. So, But maybe after a while you might get some relativity of who it is, but I ain't going to say her name. Ooh, I'll damn. be honest with you. <laughs> Hell no, girl got power. She ain't fucking me up. Anyway, um, now this girl, for example, this goes back. Uh, you know, to one of the actresses that got barred. Uh, I think her name was Monique. Remember, she was a mm-hmm. yeah, she was a comedian, and she did Precious and everything, and they they like blackballed her. And I'm sure everybody will have their own little their own little views of the situation, especially people like the person I'm talking about. And I really don't care either way because don't none of them mean crap to me. But, um, you know, the sad part of things is that the the moral of the story is that, you know, be careful who you judge. You know, just not yet not be judged. And you can't always just throw a a tire over somebody, throw it over their legs so they they can't walk. 
because you feel like you don't like them. And you got some powerful friends that are going to join in and not like them too. Okay? Because, see, the sad part about it on a racial level, you can, you know, put down another sister. But then all of a sudden, let's look and see what you did for the other side or the other kind or what have you with your power. You took your power to knock somebody down, but then you took your power to boost up or build up or bring to light people like Dr. Phil. Uh, You brought people to light like uh, Dr. Oz. And you brought people to light like Rachel Ray. Uh, You brought people to light, I I forget the guy's name, but he was doing a lot of the interior design aspects of her show. But let's talk about Dr. Oz. Not only did Dr. Oz have a show and promote his business as a doctor, but he even brought his daughter on the scene. And she had two babies on TV in the midst of all that. She was doing a little, uh, what was that? I forget, the, I think the show was called The the Chew or something like that. Real popper show came on midday. Uh, I think the guy. Uh, yeah, went, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show. And none against uh, Dr. Oz's daughter. You know, she was great. She came along to her thing. Dr. Phil. His sons, now they got their own production company. They had that show come on in the morning called The Doctors. So they elaborated from that, not to mention all the stuff that they're doing with things. And Rachel Ray, Rachel Ray now, hell, she said she's making dog food. You know what I mean? She, she's got an old dog food line. She's making millions, you know? But I said all that to say that another person of color that was put down by this person was a young lady named uh, Ayana Van Zandt. Ayanna Van Zandt came on this person's show maybe once a week, once a month, maybe twice a month, and the ratings went through the roof. But instead of this person embracing Ayanna Van Zandt, she, like, dissed her. And then Ayanna said some stuff, you know, maybe on the, you know, I'm a pissed off black woman tip, you know. But saying it to this powerful woman, it blew up and got twisted and made people think that she was the bad person. You know, and, you know, insecurity, and I'm winding down on this. Insecurity is a very interesting thing. You could be strong-willed. You could be rich as hell. People could think you're smart as hell, but your insecurities and your jealousy, it will, it will, oh, it will mangle your reputation, especially jealousy. Jealousy and insecurity, whew, two deadly sins, internally emotional sins. That will get you. And Ayana ended up dealing with uh, Barbara Walters with her show. Did a few things. And that kind of fizzled out after a while because she was trying to do black things on a white show. And then they found Barbara, they found the Ayana in in a garden with her. Remember, they found her. She had a, she was cropping tomatoes in the garden with a hat on. And somebody said, damn, when you on open that show? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. But anyway, getting, getting to finalness off and, and winding it down. This person I'm talking about had a good friend that always said it was my best friend and celebrated as a best friend, but we never knew we never knew the person for real. But now, ironically, we see the person every morning as a anchor of a news show, and the person is very good, very smart, and very black. Let me say that again: very good, very smart, and very black. And it seems like in some cases, 
the best friend should have been the one that had a talk show instead of that person. When you look at it, how good the best friend is. Once we got to know her and see her in her limelight and her naturalism and her glasses and her outfits and her blackness and the way she comments on everything black every day, this lady says something black, 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 black. I love it. So getting back to the moral of the story, the person whose name remained nameless, I think that your jealousy and your insecurity knocked down some of the great people like Ayanna Van Zandt. And your best friend turned out to be almost a better person than you. And you gave a golden baton as you're running in a relay to Caucasians that are probably making just as much money as you now. And it's sad. And it's sad. I'm going to leave it like that. Like I said, the person remained nameless. You figure it out. That's all I got to say. Okay. Okay, Father. I wonder who he means. Uh, I ain't saying I, I'm that. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to drop the mic on that one. <laughs> I, I ain't mad at yeah. you, Bob. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. I hear you. Okay. I hear you. That was a good one. I give you that. Touche. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Touche. Stuff happens. Right. Yep, shit happens. It definitely oh, happens. That's all I'm going to say oh. to that. It definitely happens. Yeah. All right, on that on that note, we're gonna lighten it up for sure. Lighten it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, but dropping atomic bombs and stuff. Yeah, let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, lighten it up. We're going to the weird factory and get the weird news of the week. Oh gosh, I got this one. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow. Here we go. Hmm. This Gwyneth uh, Paltrow candle did not pass the smell test, according to a report. Uh, A candle that they call This Smells Like My Vajayjay candle that the actress peddles on her website called Goop exploded into flames in the living room of a U.K. woman who won the candle Mm. in a quiz uh, the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits of it flying everywhere, according to Joey Thompson, who is 50. She told the news outlet that. She said, I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze, and it was too hot to touch. She said there was an inferno in the room. <laughs> Thompson, Thompson, who lives with her partner, David Snow, said they threw the flaming the J.J. candle out the front door. Mm, mm, (laughs) They said mm, it could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back on it, that Gwyneth's the J.J. candle exploded in my living room, she said. Paltrow, Mm. who's 48, launched the $75 candle emitting her private scent in January of 2020. Oh, boy. She claims mm-hmm. it smells like, well, it has notes of geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and aubrette seed, according to her online site. And that's what mm. between her legs smells Yeah, she claims that's what her J.J. smells like. Oh, here we go. And she's selling them joints for $75. Oh, 
75 and it, and it blew up this lady's house. Is she gonna reimburse that woman for seventy five dollars or what? Or she gonna she gonna go ahead and she won it. She won it in a contest. She oh, didn't pay for oh, it. But, mm, mm. I don't know. That's probably why I was I'm I'm gonna put Gwyneth and Herbert JJ on the kiss it list. Wow, that's crazy. For sure. Mm, 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 mm. All right. All right. All right. Who's up next? I gotta hear that. Uh, oh. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma lawmaker proposes that Bigfoot that is Bigfoot hunting season. This is in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. A mythical ape like ape like creature that has captured the imagination of adventurers for decades has now become the target of the state lawmakers in uh, Oklahoma. A uh, Republican House member has uh, introduced a bill that would create a Bigfoot hunting season. What? And there they go with that imaginary <laughs> shit. Anyway, Representative uh, Jesson Humphrey, hopefully Jesson will keep his ass in Oklahoma and don't come nowhere in D.C. His district includes oh, a heavy... Uh, Forests, uh, but they call it the Ochetta Mountains and the, mm-hmm. the southeastern Oklahoma, where Bigfoot festivals are held each year near the uh, Arkansas border, where people people they they claim they seen him. They got Polaroids of it, oh, and people make money. They sell little footprints and all this. This boy, these motherfuckers are bored as hell up <laughs> now there. They making money. Yeah, they making money. They making money. Establishing act, establishing an actual hunting season. What did, does that mean? They're gonna shoot them or what? Establish an actual hunting season and issuing license, issuing license now for people who want to hunt Bigfoot. And you got to buy the license. Will just draw more people to their already beautiful part of their state, Humphrey said in a statement. Now he's gonna sell license to hunt this guy. This, now is, is, is Bigfoot a man or a monkey? <laughs> And when you when you shoot him, is that legal? When you go to, like, they, Humphrey, Humphrey have not thought this out. Humphrey said that his bill would only allow uh, trapping, and that he also hopes to secure twenty five thousand dollars to be offered as a bounty. Oh my God! I don't know. This man's tripping his ass off. Uh, Monique Holmes, a spokesman for the Oklahoma Department of Welfare uh, Conservation, which oversees hunting in Alaska, told television station KOCO that the agency uses uh, science-driven research, uh, and, and they don't recognize Bigfoot as an actual creature. So he does have some opposition, thank God. So this is this is crazy. So this thing does not exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist. You know, Bigfoot's always been a imaginary thing. Somebody goes around with a I don't know. How do you make a footprint? Like, uh, go get an oversized shoe, a boxing glove, and maybe some five candles. Go buy some some oversized bare feet. Yeah. Costume and run around through the woods. But anyway, they're they're getting twenty five dollars a head for license to shoot this person, and people are filling up the you know cars. What? Those fools gonna get up in yeah, the woods, it's, it's, and somebody's gonna get shot. Gonna shoot each other. They like, gonna mm. say, "Oh, I saw it," and somebody's like gonna get killed. And where is this again? <laughs> That's in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oh boy, they don't have up in the mountain area. Up in the mountain areas where you got all the uh, called the. I tell you, uh, COVID is making people do some creative, crazy stuff. The Ochita Mountains, which is in the southeast part of uh, Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. All right, if you up in Oklahoma, stay out of those. On the borderline of Oklahoma and Arkansas, you been up that way? Nope. 
Don't want to. Don't wear your fur nope. coat in the mountains up that way. They're going to think you're Bigfoot. Yeah, All right. What else you big enough, so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, Key West, Florida. That's my place. Hey, with the key lime pie. Okay. Uh, feral chickens run free. Feral chickens run free in Key West. Just one of those things that keep the southernmost city charming, charmingly weird. Okay. Oh, boy. What's delightful here and there becomes a nuisance. <laughs> when they're everywhere, <laughs> with the population uh, getting out of hand, city commissioners are taking action, not by hunting down the fiction for a massive tailgate party, but by going after their human enablers. Oh, okay. Um, they're making it illegal to feed the free-roaming birds. An ordinance unanimously approved on the first reading on Wednesday that the Florida City's feral chickens can, quote, unquote, carry and spread diseases, destroy property, and cause um, amounts of uh, feces deposits on public property. So people who feed them, they're going to be punished um, fines of $250 per day for first violation and $500 per day if we feed it. Okay. These chickens are fat. With little trouble finding meals, tourists feed them popcorn or French fries, and some locals buy huge bags of bird feed for them. Wow, the fowl have a feast. <laughs> One of the city officials said they can pick and choose better than we can uh, what they want to eat off their plate, and that's a mess. French fries, really? That and is popcorn? crazy. Okay, all right, folks. Yeah, I don't go out there feeding so, on uh, chickens. But they're finding these people $250 a day for feeding these wild chickens, and they're still out there doing it? Uh, yeah, I guess so. They're getting fat as a tick. These damn little chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to fatten them up so they can take them home and eat them. Probably. So, you know what, that, that's funny you say that because, and I don't know what state it is, but if, say, for instance, you happen to hit a squirrel or a possum or something, you can literally take that home and eat it. They were saying roadkill, if you hit it, you can eat it. I don't know what state it's in. Maybe somebody knows out there. So if you guys know, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306, let us know. You know what? That sounds like some of that West Virginia stuff. No shade to West Virginia, but uh, but then again, you know what? That's just country. So that could be yeah. Virginia, Maryland, Carolinas, West Virginia, Arkansas, well, you know, I believe Mississippi, I Georgia. <laughs> that could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I, I, yeah. I spent some time down south growing up, and I tell you, you know, I've, I've seen the whole killing chicken thing. It it's, ain't nothing but thing, you know what I mean? But roadkill? No, I'm talking about you know. No, chickens she was don't. talking about roadkill. No, I'm talking about as far as oh, the chickens. chickens. If, if, if you um, say people um, could eat them, I mean, man, once you you know cut that head off and you dip in that bull water, you pluck them feathers. You know, that's the same thing in the supermarket, really. They put them in boiled it, water. Well, well you could, a lot of different ways. No, that's you oh, cut the head wow. off. Oh, okay. you're gonna that's take you're gonna take the feathers off something while you take the feathers off something while you're still living. That chicken will whoop your ass. No, but I'm just saying, you know, 
to some people, you know, killing a chicken like that, that's how they were raised, so they ain't got no problem with it. But anyway, that's that was just a little footnote. Oh. We'll get off of that. Okay. Anyway, we'll take a CC oh. before we come uh, back with uh, red yeah, wine. Yeah, I'm thinking about them feeding french fries to these fat chickens. Oh, them chickens are probably fat as hell. That's what she said. She said they walking around fat, picking mm. and choosing what they want. But sometimes they can put fat on top of the meat. You know, you get a piece of chicken that's got... Oh, it's all fatty. It's fatty on the chicken, yeah. Sometimes that you gotta, they gotta eat something that's gonna stick to their to their actual mm. ribs as opposed to go on the top okay. of the. Look, I'm gonna look at a chicken uh, yeah. differently now. A fried piece of fried chicken, I'm gonna look at that totally different now. No, you're not. You gonna eat that? You gonna eat that shit like you always have? Uh, yeah. Okay. There yeah, you are. You break so we can regroup. <laughs> you gonna say pass the hot right. sauce like you've been doing? We're gonna take a quick break, go get some chicken, and we're coming back on the other side of the break with, oh, with me. And I'm just saying, we'll be right back. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. When your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, we're gonna phase over to uh, red wine now. For I'm just saying, uh, you got the floor, red wine. Okay, thank you so much, Missy Buku. All right, tonight I'm just saying I, I'm still focusing on the inauguration and everything that we heard and saw. So tonight I'm just saying, if you missed watching or hearing Miss Amanda Gorman deliver one of the most impactful poems I've ever heard. You owe it to yourself to go look her up online and take a look. And even if you did catch it, you need to go back and catch her one more time. That sister was not only beautiful, but she was passionate and articulate. And her delivery was so on point. Her message was what the nation needed to hear at this time in our history. And what I like about it is that she didn't sugarcoat her words. But she selected her words with care and with purpose. And she made me so proud to be not just a woman, but a black American. As she stood there unafraid in the presence of political dignitaries and celebrities, and she did not waver. I loved it. I'm just saying, that day, that evening, I got my pride back. That's what I'm saying tonight. I got my pride back. Of all the things that I have read and seen and heard over, I'd say, roughly the last 12 months, 
that made me shake my head, scratch my head, and wonder, like, what the hell? Like, for example, those two dizzy black women that were running behind Trump. I forgot their names. Silk and something. Silk and Simple, whatever their names were. Those two black women. Big glasses and all. Yes, they were just embarrassing. Yeah, they were embarrassing. They were embarrassing. They were embarrassing to all of us, but especially to black women. Mm. Not because they had a different political view, but the way they carried on. I I just, oh God, it was embarrassing. They made me want to just hang my head in shame every time they came up on a TV screen. But Miss Amanda Gorman helped me get my pride back. And for that, I just want to say thank you, Amanda Gorman. Then we had the final results of the presidential election where Sister Kamala Harris was elected vice president of these United States. That sister gave us a full display of dignity, elegance, and realness. This beautiful woman of color has broken through what they call that glass ceiling, and many more women of color are following close behind her before those white folks get a chance to patch that broken ceiling up and and keep the rest of us from getting through. So for that, I say thank you, Madam Vice President. May you reign victoriously in all of your brown glory. As desperately as young girls, particularly black and brown girls, need a role model that they can truly look up to and aspire to be, these two black women have arrived on the scene just in time, and I applaud them, and I respect them, and I'm rooting for them. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, I got my pride back. Thank you, Amanda Gorman, and thank you. Vice President Kamala Harris. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank you, ladies. I got my pride back. Woo! All right, that was a good one. I know that's right. I'm feeling pretty oh, good. Got my chest sticking out and everything. Hey, I got my pride back. I, I that's just a good got shirt my right pride there. back. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Oh, let me see. Let me let me go back to the phone lines before we go back to Papa Didi and living for the city. See what our callers have to say. Oh goodness, caller, welcome to the Pajama Party Show. How you doing tonight? Oh, uh, thank you. I'm I'm good. Thank you. How are you having? Can you hear me, please? First of all. Yeah, you're a little bit muffled, but I can hear you. Go ahead with your comment. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just want to co-sign what you said about um, feeling proud is proud again. Um, having saying this, this mm-hmm. proper competence in the White House, period, just made me feel good. You know, him being 45 being gone was amazing. Um, just, it, and then having the, the strong black women there um, just, just brought pride back into my life. It just felt like a, the world was lifted off and the changes that have already been enacted by the president um, makes, you, makes me feel like, you know, there's hope for the future because at one point, you know, it's feeling like, you know, these races were running, you know, running a muck over the, the, the government and they were about to take over, you know. So um, definitely uh, agree with that. Right. I'm sorry, the argument, but I'm, my name is uh, Tim and I'm here in Atlanta. And, you know, uh, Atlanta brought pride to me also because, you know, we brought those two senators in and 
turned blue for the first time in forever. You know, with the 12 years, first time Atlanta, Georgia became blue. So that was also an yeah. amazing uh, thing. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, yes, thank you, because uh, Georgia is frustrating because our governor should right now be um, a black woman. You know, Stacey uh, Abrams, but, you know, um, it was stashed from her, it was stolen from her. So Stacey Abrams made sure that it would not happen again, you know. So, yes, she um, did. Abrams, yes, indeed. So I salute Stacey Abrams for, for putting the system in it and making sure that we um, our voices were heard. Um, and going to the road field thing, there's 20 states. <laughs> this, I just looked it up because I was, I was listening, and I was like, there's 20 states where you can actually harvest and eat road kills. So, you know, they're, uh, they're out there. If you want to know, I'll, I'll list them. But, you know, it's, you know I just, it's, just, it's just interesting that, you know, road kills, people enjoy it, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, we know they're out there. Yeah, West Virginia, Washington, Vermont, Utah, Tennessee, South Dakota, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Ohio, North Carolina, North Dakota, New Jersey, New York, New Hampshire, Montana, Missouri, Michigan, Massachusetts, Maryland, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, Georgia, Colorado, California, um, Arkansas, Arizona, Alaska, and Alabama. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Some of those are quite a surprise. Right, a lot of them are. But um, but that's all I had to say. I want to say thank you, um, and thank y'all for your show, y'all. Um, the show is very entertaining, and I wish more people um could tune in for you. So um, thank you, and I appreciate you. Okay, well, thank, thank you, you so much for hanging out. We appreciate yeah, you. No yeah. All right, all y'all right. have a wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. All right, you yeah. do the same. All right, shout out to Georgia. That's right, Stacey Abrams was another one that made me yeah. proud to be a black woman in America. I know that's right. Well, this gentleman, he gave us a true history lesson tonight. I feel pretty good. I got my pride back for sure. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of those yeah. states where, uh, you, where you're allowed to eat roadkill was a surprise. I'm surprised New York was on that list, but I guess New York does have a lot of areas, you know, that are not just urban, you know. So it's like, okay, that was wild, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All Thank right, you, where are we going now, Papa Didi? Uh, a couple things. You ready? Um, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, okay. You know, well, wait a minute. Let me give you an intro. All right, next up we have Papa Didi and Living for the City. So what's happening in the city, Papa Didi? You know, the one the one thing I, I just wanna wanna say is that we the one thing we can't have with this with these politicians, we can't have short term memory. Mm. I mean, if you look at a gentleman, uh what is his name? It always says my mind, the uh, South Carolina gentleman. Uh Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Uh. and and the other I I'll speak on two in particular. We Lindsey Graham and, and Ted Ted Cruz. We, I'm gonna tell you right now, we cannot have short-term memory with them. I'm telling you right, these people. You know when you're, I, it just goes back to the ignorance, man. The ignorance of white folks is so bliss. And and I'll tell you, if you and if you can't say it like I just said it, then you are a afraid person that needs to really open up a little more. And, and and stand on the shoulders of your ancestors and, and, and speak your mind. And it's not nothing radical about the truth. You know, the truth is real. Lindsey Graham has said 
so much back and forth stuff in the last year and a half that blows my mind. And and Cruz, this boy got nerve to grow this this beard now that makes him look like a retired NASCAR driver or something. He just, I mean, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm making jokes, but but Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham and this other young hot shot, what's his name? Uh, Han- Ambery or oh, the, the one, one that had, had his fist, fist up, up little, fin, little thin young guy. Now this oh, boy's no. young and just get into politics, and he's already trying to cause controversy with objections and things like that, and you just stepped into politics. You got 30 years ahead of you of just, and when you say politics, let's just say you just stepped into the job market. You know what I mean? The job market has, in order to receive any type of legitimate pension or Social Security or whatever it is, is at the end of your rainbow as far as your job endeavors are concerned, it's almost a 30-year minimum, you know? Now, if you were able to do your own business on the side or do something, whatever, but 20 to 30 years is when you have to be in it. And these people are brand-new congressmen, brand-new senators, and they're cocky as hell. And cockiness is just so, un, you know, it's, it's forbidden in the world today. And they're going to learn that the hard way because people are not going to forget. I mean, you see Barack and you, you see, you know, you see Kalama, you, 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 you see these people. This is, this is a building process, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, Trump was just, that was just straight jerk off that just instilled fear in people. And the same people that, they're still fearing him and he's gone. This man is gone. He's on an airplane. He's out of sight, out of mind. He has nothing to do with D.C. at all anymore. And these jokers are still talking like he's listening. (laughs) Why do you keep talking like somebody's listening? You know, Fauci said himself, he said, I'm so glad to hold a press conference where somebody's not breathing down my neck, judging what I'm saying, tweeting about me, calling me all kind of jerk-offs, and things like how frustrating is that? And how much power can one person have? This is how J. Edgar Hoover was talking, the the director of the FBI at the time, when he had John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, and Martin Luther King all assassinated. Mm. He said them people got too much power. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, Josh, Josh Harley. This might give me the name of that guy. Josh Harley is another one. But like I said, uh the way this man had them people assassinated, and I'll say it again, Robert Kennedy, John Kennedy, Martin Luther King, had him assassinated because he said, they even said about Martin Luther King, that nigga got too much power. And the thing to put Martin Luther King over the top as far as his demise, his demise, and I'm so sad about that, is when he initiated that, that bus boycott. That bus, that bus company almost went out of business. Because them black folks was walking and laughing and joking and having a good time. Walking 10, 12 blocks to go to work and was loving it. They was loving it. And the bus company was like, please, do you want to ride? Please, we'll ride you for free. And they just like said, oh, no, no, we got to, you know. And then then, then there's people that we don't speak on. Just put a name out there. You know, Megger Everett's. you know, a man that got shot in the back by, by an old poor white trash in a pickup truck. As he got out of his car, he didn't even turn around and see who it was. Got shot in the damn back. Died in his own driveway. You know, when you think about it, when you look at it, when you understand it, it's nothing radical about it. We have survived through some horrific stuff. 
And jokers got the nerve when they see a couple black people in there or a couple decent people in there, they want to fight for it. Nah, nah, we blah, We, shit, you had it for 150, 200, 300, 400 years. Anytime we still getting the first whatever in 2021, what the hell took us so long to get the first of anything in 2021? That's bullshit. Anyway, let's, let's go on a lighter note. You know, just I just want to send out to... You know, uh, condolences from our show to the family of uh, Hammer and Hank Aaron, you know, who broke the uh, home run record of uh, Babe Ruth, you know, which was uh, a beautiful thing. You know, years back, that's that's my people, that's my time, him and Willie Mays and Willie McCovey and Willie Stargell and Roberto Clemente. That's my group, you know, and uh, Roberto Clemente is gone and Willie McCovey has gone and Willie Mays is still living, but Hank Aaron died today. God bless his soul. And uh, this weekend in football, you got the uh, the championships coming up. Who uh, chooses who goes to the Super Bowl? You got the uh, at three o'clock. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going down to Green Bay play the Green Bay Packers. And at uh, six forty, you got the Buffalo Bills. They're going out to Kansas City to play uh, my homeboy Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the winner of those two games determine who's going to the Super Bowl on the 7th of February. And I say that to say I'm letting you know who's playing now so when you go to the Super Bowl party, you know what you're looking at. So don't just go because somebody having a Super Bowl party. Do your homework this weekend, and that way when you go to Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl party, you got some conversation because you ain't just show up for drinks and food. All right? That's all I got on uh Living for the city. All right. <laughs> We're up to date now. Yeah, that was a good one, Papa. Ooh. Man, we did not pry back quite a bit, but we getting some information Ooh. here tonight, baby. Woo! Blowing yes, my mind. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm talking about. I got about. my mm, mm, I got mm. my pride and some information. I'm good to go. All right. I know. And I got my three. Yeah, that's some good that's some good oh, football. Good. And you know, ironically this weekend both teams that are playing on each mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. NFC and the AFC, both quarterbacks wear the same number of these teams. Wow. Uh, Tom Brady Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both wear number twelve. And uh, mm-hmm. the gentleman, his name fails me from Buffalo, and Mahomes, they both were at number 15. So they both mm-hmm. had the same number. Wow. Sounds like All destiny. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to say one more note. It's going to be the, the first, here we go again, doesn't matter what color oh. they are, the first female referee in the NFL. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yes, yeah, it's about time. Mm-hmm. That's quite <laughs> so, it. Yeah. It is. Who runs the world? Girls. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. So we're going to take a little CC. We'll keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, we'll we can right. do that. And then we're coming back on the other side with Cattle and the Hollywood <laughs> Rapper. Yeah, yeah, there it is. All right, we'll be back with Hollywood wrap-up with Kettle on the other side of the break. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com. Click the banner and you can join us online. 
or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you, so pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the Pajama Party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the Pajama Party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. All right, it's time for Kettle and the Hollywood. Oh, there he goes. All righty. All right. What's up in Hollywood? All right, Kettle. What's happening in entertainment news? Okay. Well, thank you. Well, we're going to stay on the East Coast for a second. We have a New Jersey native. His name is, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, Aunt Clemens. He performed with Justin Timberlake in the inaugural concert. Um, Clemens and Justin Timberlake performed their duet, Better Days, at the concert. Uh, Clemens is a Willingboro native. Uh, He said he's always dreamed of um, performing at an inauguration uh, concert as a child. Um, He said he almost dropped the phone when Timberlake called and said, you know, he wanted him to perform with him. So shout out to that uh, fella, Aunt Clemens. Uh, hey, hey, that's what hey, I'm talking about. Pretty strong. Yeah, I enjoyed his performance. Yeah, yeah. said it was off the chain. Um, you know, they had top performers: Justin Timberlake, John Bon Jovi. They had to put a little, little different play in there. Demi Lovato. They said mm-hmm. she got it in. They're good. Uh, they yes, they played did. her rendition. Yeah, they played her rendition on the radio again. Um, oh. The Foo Fighters or the Foe Fighters, as they call them. Um, Bruce Springsteen and John Legend. He, John Legend was my favorite. I mean, that backdrop with the uh, Lincoln, I'm like, wow. I think Lincoln was about to yeah. come out that damn chair. <laughs> oh, he was so, up there patting his foot. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was, I it think was just girl an did awesome that lovely night. Day. Yeah, Demi did yeah. a good job. She did that lovely day, boy. Mm. Yeah. That was nice. She, she, got it. she got it in. Okay. Well, you folks um, been watching, um, you guys been watching the Bridgerton. Um, they just announced that they are going to be on a second season. Um, they're going to change the focus. The Bridgerton family shall return to Netflix. But this time, according to Lady Whistledown, one of the brothers will dominate the social season. should be interesting. It's probably the older brother, the one that. He's just a womanizer. I mean, if you guys have been watching, then you, you you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Okay, now. I like that. Uh-huh. I bet you do. Uh-huh. Look, hot and steamy. Tonight, Salt and Pepper. Uh talked about it last week, but their biopic is on Lifetime tonight. Salt and Pepper is here to dish on their new movie, Chronicling Their Rise to Fame. Uh, in a male-dominated hip-hop uh, genre. 
So they gonna uh, that's gonna be on tonight on Lifetime. So that's my girls. I mean, I, I rode all the way to Baltimore to see them. It was awesome. So uh, okay. who would ever think that they would get this far? Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Latifah, she's the uh, producer on that. So and Mario Van Peoples, he's gonna um, direct it. So oh, it's interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. So we wonder where everybody, you know, been hiding. This is what they've been doing. All right. Yeah, I haven't heard um, his name in a long time. For sure. He's still around. And uh, unfortunately, one last note, Dave Chappelle, the comedian, was set to perform multiple uh, venues in Austin, Texas. Uh, on the weekend, he had to cancel his gigs. He contracted COVID-19. Oh, so, no. So he's quarantined um, after testing positive. Uh, his remaining shows, um, different places have been canceled. Um, and ticket holders should contact their point of purchase for refund. So um, so we're going to, you know, follow that story and see what happens. So, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's rough, rough. Uh, uh, I hope you bounce back from that. Yeah, yeah. You got to take care of himself. I haven't heard Dave Chappelle's name in a while. I guess he's just been in the background for a minute. I guess trying to regroup. I guess everybody's been trying to regroup from this COVID thing. So um, it's just unfortunate that it happened. So that's my yeah. Hollywood wrap up. Yeah. Making a short and sweet right. tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. And we got some good information on what's going mm-hmm. on. I may have to check out Lifetime. I know they usually repeat stuff. But I would like to oh, see yeah. that salt and pepper biopic. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. Hey, I meant to ask you, Kettle. Did you see the uh, that movie about I forgot what it's called, Miami, One Night in Miami, or something? Oh, for sure. It was off the chain. That was uh, Regina King's debut as far as director. And um, I think Sam Cooke, the character who played Sam Cooke, he was um, one of the best characters. And the gentleman that played uh, Malcolm X, um, he he really set the bar high. So it, it was it was pretty good. And the guy that played Muhammad Ali, the gentleman, he is um, he's a new actor. Uh, so oh, okay. Look out for him. Yeah, but uh, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering because I was reading some of the reviews on it, and it's interesting how the reviews are very mixed. You have some people saying it was a waste of time, they hated it. Other people saying they loved it. Regina King did a fabulous job. Then you had people saying, you know, it is a a fictional, you know, situation. So basically they were saying people are coming down too hard on it because they're trying to judge it as if, you know, this was something that mm-hmm. actually happened. And they're saying mm-hmm. you have to keep in mind that this was, you know, like speculating on what was said in that room mm-hmm. that night. Uh, wow. I saw one review where someone said that they were bored, it was way too long, it was just four guys sitting in a room talking, and that who uh, the, 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 the uh, portrayal of Muhammad Ali made him look, Stupid. I was like, wow. wow. I mean, then, then wow. you turn around and read another review saying it was the best movie I've ever seen. I'm going to watch mm-hmm. it again. So it was but hard I, to, I, like, I, I haven't right. seen it. 
I, I believe the key thing here is they need to listen to the message of the movie, not per se just who the actors were and who they were supposed mm-hmm. to be. The message right. was, 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 was very interesting. So they need to listen to that message. Yeah, people had so many a lot of people. Opinions. A lot of people are history ignorant anyway, and they couldn't probably grasp it in no way, you know, because to understand something like that, you got to understand uh, Muhammad Ali and Sam Cooke and all that. you got to understand that. If you have no clue about mm-hmm. that, then you can't even focus in on it. Then you're going to sit back and judge it. You know, right. that's not... But I, I, like I said, if you listen to the message, and um, mm-hmm. I think Muhammad Ali said it in, in, in the character who played Muhammad Ali, said in the movie, we're four black men in this particular era. We have power, per se. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that was I a mean, tough group you know, right there, especially Sam Cooke. Right. Right, they they had the power and they didn't realize it. I Sam think uh, uh, a couple of them didn't realize that they had the power. Malcolm X, I think he was uh, explaining to them their power. So um, it was just interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. So, but anyway, okay. everybody going to have their own reviews. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right, gotcha. All righty. Well, right. let's see. We're down to the kiss it list. So Papa Didi. Yeah. If you can kindly explain. You know, um, let me see one, one more thing. When we talk about people's views of things, I remember years ago, and I'm talking years ago, when I was going to Chicago for the first time, I read a bunch of mixed reviews about the hotel called the Drake Hotel, and, and I ended up finally staying there. But I read this and this, this and that. And I tell you, when I stayed in the hotel, kind of find out I went there during the summer, find out it's it's at the tip of the, the you know, the Magnificent Mile, it's a block away from the, the John Hancock building. It's a block away from the beach. You have to walk through like a little tree area to get to the beach right there from the back door of the hotel. Walk out and you got Macy's and all that on a magnificent mile. And all these stuff people saying about the Drake Hotel, Drake Hotel was this and that. I had a wonderful time and learned a lot about Chicago and stayed in a key place in a nice hotel. So opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. Okay, anyway, okay. but the the kissing list, as Ray Wine was saying, is uh, a list of people that uh, showed their butt hiney over the last week or so, and we put them all in a package, and we got a song for them. And i like to first start out by uh, the man's name always fails me, oh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, uh, that damn Ted Cruz, and the other one, Huntley, what's, what's his name here? Oh, I forgot already. We we got to keep these guys in our... That's from Missouri, I believe. Missouri. We got to keep them in our political memory because we got to get rid of these jokers. They live in a... And it's what makes it so bad? They know right from wrong. And they live in such a false prophecy to hold on to these votes. That's how Lindsey Graham won in South Carolina just recently. You know? And he ran against... You know, I think he ran against a black man. And, you know, they, and then he's going to say, well, that was the biggest waste of money that Democrats put out. Well, you know, you could have cheated in that election. Mm-hmm. Nobody accused you of cheating. Whoever you beat walked away gracefully. But you're going to hold on to Donald Trump's lie like that. But anyway, what's that guy's name? Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Senator from Josh Hawley, Lindsey Graham, and Ted Cruz. Put a band around your finger with their name on it. Boy, those jokers got to go. They are them three of them. Oh, and don't forget Steve Scalise. Oh, Scalise, yes, he gets he gets shot at in a, in a baseball field. People give him sympathy and love and everything, and then he's hanging on Trump's coattail like a yeah. Oh, 
Then you get better and come back. Yeah, he gets shot in the baseball. Remember the baseball thing? Very unfortunate situation. He mends himself back to health. Everybody helped him, gave him love, life, and pursued happiness. All of a sudden, he gets well. Now he's hanging on Trump's coattail. I'm like, what the hell? He's a big old jerk. Motherfucker, what you went through, you should be loving everybody damn body. Anyway. All right. Also, I'm adding Gwyneth Paltrow for her exploding (laughs) JJ scandal. I remember when she came out with that. Mm. I mean, it's quite a 20. Few. I think that came out long before. No, they said it came out in 20. Yeah, I, I've, heard, I've heard about that before, but somebody. No, no, yeah, no that was Eric Badu. Eric had one. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I know I heard that yeah. before. And well, I think it was somebody else that did it. But who's Bajay that smelled better, man? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay, I wouldn't believe that alone. Um, it's a family show. I'm gonna say also the 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 mayor or whoever that was in Oklahoma who came up with what I call a scheme for that Bigfoot festival. Oh yeah, twenty five dollars. like a money Twenty five dollars a license to hunt something that's not there. Exactly. Just gonna charge people to go hunt a, a mythical creature in the woods. Mm-hmm. You gonna <laughs> kill somebody yeah. in those woods? That's crazy. And that person whose name that I didn't mention who. Uh, Messed up old girl Monique's career, and uh, you know her best friend ended up being better than her. Oh, you gonna say but, it? I'm not gonna say her name. We'll oh, okay. I thought you were about to say it. Mm-mm. She'll <laughs> shut this shut down. She'll shut this show down next week. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna go ahead and ask the the people down in Key West, Florida, that keep feeding those wild chickens, getting oh, them all fat. Sure. Mm-hmm. Y'all on the kiss it list. Right. And um, on the top of the list, I'm adding that 1776 commission that President Biden shut mm. down that want to whitewash what really happened as far as slavery. Oh, my God. Slavery was vicious. Mm. You know. Yeah, but what it, was, it was, what it was, it was free labor, and they loved it. Free labor mm-hmm. and all the big booty African women they took that they can have jungle cold fever blooded for. advantage of every situation that they could. Don't leave the sexual and aspect now, of that I shit I said out. of every situation. Don't leave that out. And now you want to rewrite history? Mm-hmm. Please. Anyway. And not to mention their wives, uh, when they took off their clothes, they seen them big, beautiful black dicks hanging. They loved it, probably. They loved it, honey. Well, anyway, anyway, it was a family show. It was a family show. Yeah. It was a moment ago. They were loving it. The uh, wives were nope. loving the men. The uh, love. Please. But, but can, anyway. I this can I get yeah, this get last one? Can I get this one? Dr. Gokal, the guy that sold the vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccines. Oh, oh yeah. He's in jail for a year and be fined $4,000. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All we need is a shot. It's not like it's something that you're going to, you know, hover. But he had nine doses up in that vial. Right. Well, then he probably for $10,000 a shot. You never know. know. Also, the anti-maskers, these people who are out here protesting oh, wearing a mask. Oh, God. You are yes. the kissed list. The two people who voted against the brother who's now in charge of, what's he in charge of? Uh, Lloyd Austin. He's a sergeant arm. Uh, the defense mm-hmm. secretary. Mm-hmm. The two people who voted against him, he oh, still got yeah. confirmed. Yeah. But two yeah. people oh, voted oh, that against one, that one, that one. Lloyd Austin. Right. Mm-hmm. First yeah, black sure. defense secretary. Yeah, those yeah. two people. Oh, that's beautiful. You're on the kiss it list. Yeah, and then, like, and then we need to know who did that. And I'm sure it's public knowledge. Oh, yeah. You but we need to, to look see who's done that. Some people just do it this. That's what they do. Who are you satisfying? Anyway, 
And the last one I have is the Portland and Seattle uh, protesters. No, y'all just as brain dead. Yeah, hoodlums, honey. Yeah, who, like they call black folks hoodlums. They're hoodlums and goddamn yeah. gangsters. You know, y'all unkissing it. Protesting about their ass. They Anybody just else? Off. Half of a trailer park trash. Their wife left them, took the oh, goddamn boy. kids, and they sit back okay. drinking past Blue Ribbon beer. Anyway, we got a song for them, and uh, they're all on the kiss list, and here we go. All righty. Kiss my empire ass. Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Oh. You can't kiss my country ass. I said if you got a problem with any of that, you can't kiss my natural born redneck to the bone. Right, welcome back to Pajama Party. My name is Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. I'm Sly, darling. All right. Uh, wait. I'm going to go back to the phone lines. We got about three more minutes. Let's go back. Grab a caller. Caller, did you have one more comment oh, yeah. you wanted to add? Uh, I did. I forgot the biggest one. Donald 45 Trump. He skipped the <laughs> inauguration as a coward. He's the biggest one that needs to get a kiss and ask me kiss. Because he's like... Oh, yeah, we were trying not to mention him this week. We were trying to get his taste out of our mouth. I pressed my teeth nine times. I understand, but he's the one, he's the biggest one, the number one person. Oh, no, that is. Hey, let me tell you, man. Hey, 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 I've been going to Atlantic City since I was a child. I've been knowing Trump for years. You know, if you're born in the Northeast, you know Trump long before he became president. Yeah, you're right about that. He's not a He's not a good businessman. He's not a Republican. He's none of the things nah. that people believe. In. He's not a Christian. He's none of these things that a people believe in. His supporters believe in. But a lot of people know also, him from the show uh, The Apprentice. Exactly, and, 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 and that's mm-hmm. all falsehood. He's just an actor. You know, a bad yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, a bad but, um, one. I want to also right. comment. Yeah, I also want to comment on Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle um, recently um, got his. Uh, the Dave Chappelle show pulled from um, HBO um, and Netflix um, because he doesn't make any money from it. Viacom um, makes all the profits from the Dave Chappelle show. So he protested. He, he actually asked um, Netflix to pull it because he's like, I'm not making any money from it. You know, he makes money from Netflix. You know, he does the shows and everything. But Dave Chappelle was like, you know, can you pull it? And, they, and Netflix did it. And then HBO pulled it. And I think a couple other um um, his, uh, 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 streaming network pulls Dave Chappelle show because he's not making any money off the pop from the actual show. So I, you know he, that's showing the power that Dave Chappelle has right now, and I, I just wanted right. to point that out. Well, thank you. Yeah, he does. He no owns problem. the power. Yeah, I do remember hearing that. Uh, yeah, just like those four in Miami, mm-hmm. they had the power back at that time. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a wonderful Yeah, he did say that on Saturday Night Live. All right, brother. Me thanks too. for listening. Right. And, uh, pass it on, man. Appreciate pass it on. Yeah. No doubt, Don't break it. Tell us, 
All righty. Well, let's see. We've wrapped up the kiss it list. Definitely, yeah, 45 is on top of that list always. Yeah. He has a lifetime reservation on the kiss it list. Yeah, we'll put him on here permanently. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're down to the last word, so we're going to go to you first. Oh, Not that. We already did that. We're going to the last word. It got good to me. I was going to hit it again. You know, I tell you, my, my last word is this here. When I saw, what's the, what's the, what's the president's wife's name, Melania? Melania. Melania. When, when Melania got off Air Force One in Florida, mm-hmm. she came down those steps in a sundress, okay? That just showed me that she did not take no more than a plane ride to strip herself from what she considered so-called first ladyship, Okay. She came, I'm telling you, did you see her coming down the steps of Air Force One in Florida? I saw her. Yeah. The, the sundress yeah. on with the orange spots on it. Girlfriend mm-hmm. changed her clothes. She took off that traditional first lady pass pantsuit shit with pantyhose and a whole nine. Okay. She went in the bathroom, put on a G-string, a sundress, <laughs> oh, no God. bra, nipples popping, and came down. You saw all that popping. Hey. Oh, see, you, sundress, you can see it all. She came down the steps next to Trump. Trump. Now, Trump still had on his red tie and all that, doing Bozo the Clown stuff. But Melania was ready for the fucking beach. She said, you know what? Well, the way she talked, this is all over. I got my sundress. I mean, she was back in the game. Yeah. She was back in the, by the time she got off the bottom step of that airplane in Florida, she was done. I got my 14-year-old child. We out, man. <laughs> you done pulled me from New York and over to D.C. All the crap we've been through for four years. Mm-hmm. Shit, old girl put on that G-string and sundress and, and no bra. And you know she didn't even leave notes for her staff? Which typically the first lady would leave handwritten notes and, and to thank her staff for being there and supporting her and blah, blah, blah. How do you blah, put blah. down She left nothing. How can you put down foreigners so tough when your damn wife can't speak English? I'm just saying, she left nothing. Anyway, well, my last word is to stay woke, uh, stay wise, you know what I mean? Keep, keep, you look, just look both ways before crossing. That's all I got to say. Just, just stay safe. Wear your mask. You know, keep it real. Stay black. Hey, my last word is, can you feel a brand new day? Hey, can you feel a brand new day? That's all I'm saying tonight. I got my pride back, and it's a brand new day. Woo! Mm, 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 mm. Oil can. That's all I'm saying. What's your last word? Oil can. Am I am I gonna be able to get it in? I don't yeah, know. Baba <laughs> Didi going back to the Wizard of Oz. Oh, or is that the Wiz? Whatever it was. Okay, okay. go for it, Kettle. My, What's your last? Word? My last word is I wasn't gonna say much, but I got to say something. Just remember, twenty thirty six, Commander Amanda. If you if, if if you guys didn't check out her when she did her poetry the other day, check it out because we we got a lot yeah. to see from her. We, we, there's a lot more that's coming. I'm telling you, when she wore that came out there with that yellow coat, that ring yeah. that Lady O gave her those earrings. Yeah, you got to give her something tonight, Papa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lady. You know o. what? Let me tell you. 
You know what? Let me take you out. Oh, I'm not going to get This is my last yeah, one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Say your thing. Lady o. You know what? Lady, Lady O had a little. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, so, yeah, that's so, cool. So, so. Okay. I, I ain't mention no name, though. I ain't mention her name. <laughs> I'm just pissed off. I'm just saying. No, I'm just letting you know. Lady O gave her that. Everybody need to make a living. Don't stop nobody's living from being made. I don't buy that. But but you know what, though? The one thing I love about that poet is that she said it nice and slow so people can understand it. It was so clever. The stuff that she drew together, the words, the phrases, what it meant, and how she put, and then she worked her hands. How she touched, you know, how she touches the palm of her hand, the back of her hand when she talks, and she touches her fingers. This girl is just a, she is, she's a reincarnation of old girl, you know, of Maya. Maya, yeah. I'm telling you right now, God bless her soul, and she's got plenty of years to to improve on her stuff and to get her stuff right. And I wish her much success. And I'm not beating up on old girl. I just saying I ain't like the way she's dissing people. And uh, but anyway, let me shut up. I'm off my soapbox. All right, that's my last word. I, I, I'm finished. Uh, the Papa Didi finished it for me, so okay. Oh no, <laughs> I, I, no not at all. Uh, we, I, still, I, we got, I, we still you, got you three got minutes. Go and get it in. Get no, it in. You got it. Uh-uh, you got it. No, but you're right though. <laughs> but I'm just wishing, uh, much, I'm just wishing much success for the Biden administration. You know what I mean? For, for Kamala and everybody else. Kamala, don't call me Kamala. My name is Kamala. Don't call me Kamala. No, not Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. My name is Kamala. Don't call me Kamala. Okay, anyway. Now, we uh, we we are in full support of the Biden administration because we're in support of realism in real life and truth mm-hmm. and, and, you know, self-righteousness and everybody having the opportunity to be what they can be, be who they are, and let yourself be free. And we've been missing that for four years. We've been listening to a, a slave-driving asshole who's so full mm-hmm. of crap, not even funny. And right now mm-hmm. he's gone, and, you know, ding-dong, the witch is dead, okay? Mm-hmm. Land the roof mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. land the roof on his head and take off them damn red slippers and mm-hmm. give them to somebody else. Now curl up under the building. Curl up under Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us tonight. We do thank everybody for hanging out with us. Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to our callers. Shout out to the Biden administration. Shout out to the vice president. Shout out to the black folks that are mm. holding it down. Mm. Uh, and shout out to the National Guard. They're doing their thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They tried to diss them, have them sleeping in the garage. Man, and what, you know who kicked them out of the garage? I mean, who put them in the garage was the damn Capitol Police. Capitol Police. Now, they, the police didn't show up, okay? They put them on the kiss at least. And remind you, the Capitol Police has a $541 million budget every year. Five hundred. It's a half a billion dollars. And half their staff wasn't even there. Some of they were on uh, COVID detail. Uh, they were they were remoting, remoting from where? Well, How Senator uh, Tammy, I think it's Tammy Duckworth who used to serve in the military. She lost mm-hmm. her leg, I believe, in the military. Oh, wow. She, when she found wow. out that those brothers were out there sleeping in the garage, she was like, hell. Yeah. And you know one know. person else we got to give homage to, too, is, is the young lady who helped put that whole inauguration together. That's Amy Gorbachev. The, yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. senator from, uh, uh, Minnesota. from Minnesota. God oh, bless yeah, her. Yeah, I love Gorbachev. I love her. I love, love, love her. She, 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 from Minnesota. She put it down. From oh, helping right. put it together, her and the other gentleman. Yeah, she emceed. She, she emceed. She, she was on point. She ran the joint. And, and the other mm-hmm. gentleman, a bunt, I think his name was. Yeah. But he was following uh, old boy for a while. We, yeah. we did good that day. 
but he's on the inaugural committee. But he was up your boy uh, McConnell's ass. He was yeah. one of his cronies. But anyway, we won't talk about their faults, just their good. And can I say shout out to Bernie Mitten? Yeah, Bernie had the mitten sitting there with his. Bernie's yeah. mittens. Bernie. Uh, the Vermont mitten. Vermont. What's his last name? Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Shout out to Bernie Sanders and his mittens. He's happy, boy. He's happy. They're all happy, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for us. We're That's our post show of uh, the Democrats and the president being in, in the inauguration yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same right. time, same time next week, nine o'clock, nine fifteen CP time. And thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown. All right. Pay the bills, keep us on the air. We appreciate it. All right, we're done. Good Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say Take good care. night, Kettle. Good night, and don't forget to check us out on apajamaparty.com also. All right. All right. And we're out. This is Red Wine. Bonsoir. Until next week, we'll do it again. Don't miss us. We're out. Goodbye. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show, and good night. Put some apart today. Put some apart today. Party cool, people will be you. No clothes allowed. Put some apart today.